0: Bokar Tov, we are in Sefer Aleph, we are in chapter 18, yesterday, and we are seeing the rise of David. David would go out to battle, he was, in, he was a general for Shaul, Shaul they, the people in Shaul's court liked him a lot, and uh, and then they would go, uh, and he had a very good friendship with Yonatan, that's another thing, Yonatan and David have a very close friendship, so they make a covenant that obviously they will... They will um, Deal kindly with one another Yonatan gives him the the clothing That probably represents his own kingship He gives it to David as if to say I think you're more fitting for this job Or something along those lines When they would come back from war What would the women sing? Um, he Shaul Shaul struck with a thousand And David with ten thousand Whatever that means Shaul interpreted it as something as if they're odlo uh, acham They're soon they're going to give him the king. There's nothing left but the, the but the but the kingship. Okay. So Shaul is very upset. By he Shaul oyen et David. Hold on. By Shaul oyen et David meayom au bahala. And from then on Shaul had an evil eye upon David. So he didn't like David at all. From then on. By he pasuk yud. By he mi And it was the next day. But it's lah. We just started. And it was the next day, a bad spirit fell upon Shaul, so he becomes, becomes depressed and paranoid again. what does it mean? According to Targum, means istati. He started acting like a crazy man. He was losing his mind within his house. He was acting like a crazy man within his house. Okay, how so would the word be? Which comes the word Navi, mean act like a crazy man in Shaul sense, in relation to Shaul. Why would the word Nivuah be related to acting like a crazy man? No, Because no? he does, he has no. Because whenever a person has Nivuah, they lose their faculties and their ability to they they go into trance, so they start acting like a you know crazy, crazy. man. So if a person does that without no, the actual really. Nivuah, it's also called nabit So he's he's acting mm. like a crazy man in the house. David, again, and David is playing for him to try to get him out of his depression. Like he would on other days. And there was a dagger in the hand of Shaul. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. And Shaul took the, chanit, the, the dagger. I'm going to hit David and hit the wall. When I mean, he hit through him, then it'll go and it'll pierce him to the wall. And David avoided him twice. So he throws the dagger at David and David gets that. out of the way. While well, playing the harp? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, you, could almost, you could almost like picture the, the scene, yeah, you know. Yeah. And like David is scared to like, he knows that the king is crazy, so he's not sure if the king is doing this willfully, or this is just like him being crazy. But he also can't say anything because if he says like the king is crazy, that's disrespectful to the king. Yeah. So David's in this awkward position of having to just accept someone throwing daggers at him while he's playing while he's playing a harp. Yeah. It's a funny situation. I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. (laughs) Shaul was scared of David. For God was clearly with David. And from Shaul, God had left. The Spirit of God had left, had departed. So Shaul, not wanting to see David anymore, what does he do? He removes him from his own presence, from his court, and he puts him on like a Sara'ilif He puts him in charge of a battalion of the army, and he would go out and come be, come before the nation as a as a general. So in in Shaul's frustration, in his paranoia, he has he. So what is Sha'ul, What's going on in Shaul's mind? On one end, you want to keep your enemies close, right? You keep your friends close, your enemies closer, right? That's a, that's mm-hmm. the expression. Yeah. Yeah, so he wants to keep his enemy David very close, but on the other hand. David caused him so much annoyance And paranoia and depression David himself causes That he wants to get him out of his sight So we're going to see this like Lack of consistency on Shaul's part Where he's going to bring David close And send him away And bring him close, send him away And it's not exactly clear what Shaul wants Because it's not clear in his head what he wants On the one hand, he needs him close Because he wants to control him Because he hates him Or because he's scared of him On the other hand, he can't bear to look at him So he wants him far and this is going to mark Shaul's behavior from here on in. Tons of inconsistency, a lot of flip-flopping. In fact, somebody once told me that he um, once tried to buy a property from a schizophrenic from someone who had lost their mind. Oh, okay. And he said it was a crazy experience. He said like, you, the guy would be like, ready to close. And then like the next day he'd be like, I never said I wanted to close. And he would get angry on the phone, and then the day after he'd be like, "What do you mean?" But like we said, we we're gonna close. And like the guy just keeps changing his attitude, very, very randomly. So imagine Shaul, something like that. Okay, and then he said at the end, um, the guys he said at the end like they couldn't close because the guy was just like very inconsistent. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, I don't know, he wouldn't do what he had to do to close. And then whatever, a few months later, heard that the guy died. <laughs> yeah, crazy story. Yes. But but um. Sounds Okay, shalom Alright, Pasuk Yudalud So David is going out before the people And he's, he's become like a general and things like that And David would succeed in all of his ways And God was with him Okay, where is this Pasuk from? Habdallah Okay, so the Tanakh got it from Habdallah <laughs> I'm kidding Okay uh, Anything interesting on that Pasuk? You have any perushim on that pasuk? I want to see what they write. What pasuk are we on? You Dalid. Dalid. You Dalid have you hit? What do they have on? Uh, Wahid oh, so Dabil. Dabil. I'm Kidding! I can't read. That. <laughs> no, read the English. I holder skill, I don't more. No, there's, no there's there. nothing here. There's no a okay. the tactic. realizing the David... Okay, no, maskil just means to succeed. Okay, everything he did, he would be, be maskil, and God was with him. Pasuk Bayar Shaul me'od, And Shaul saw that he was very successful, so he became very scared of him. V'ekol Yisrael v'yuhuda, however, all of Israel and Yehuda, ohevet David, they loved David. For he would go out and come back before them. I mean, Shaul was probably not war- going out to war anymore. But David was yeah. And the person who goes out And that's why generals are always the most Potential people to take over the crown Are generals Because they're actively going out to battle So the yeah, people, get, the people. Get, get attached to them They're amongst the people People get attached to them So everybody loved David Yehuda loved David I loved David And look at the parallel in the Pasuk Shaul was scared of David For you seeing you successful In the same way that the people loved David So it's almost as if the fear of Shaul Is coming from the love of the people Hmm. Yeah, you see this this parallel in the Pesukim. Okay. Pesuk Yudzayan. By Yom Rasha'ul al-David. Sha'ul says to David, Behold, I have an older daughter, Mirav. Her I will give to you as a wife. But be for me, a soldier. Be promise l- was Michal. What? The promise was Michal. The promise was Michal? No? No, the promise was uh, his daughter. The uh, original pro- I don't think it's a... Maybe. When he came to the field, like, oh, he's promising God his daughter. I think the promise was his daughter. His, his, and the assumption is that it's made up. Okay, come, find it. I'll continue the pasuk. Yeah, be for me a soldier and, and fight the wars of God. And Shaul said, I won't be the one to, to kill him. Who will kill him? Udhibo yad pelishtim. The pelishtim will kill him. Meaning, I'm going to make him a soldier. Right, he'll marry my daughter. I'll make him a soldier. He'll be distracted. He'll go out to war, and the policemen will kill him. So he makes him. A, now it's interesting. Because he was already a general. Isn't thing Hashem is with him? Doesn't understand that he was chosen. As uh, yeah, king? but he's hoping. We'll see it from the next time he, he sets him up. He's hoping that the woman will will cause him to get distracted, and he'll send him on some very difficult missions, and he'll kill him along the way, or that will kill him. So he won't have to kill him himself. Okay. Now again. What, so we'd have this thing with what's the problem with Shaul here? No, it didn't say anything, sorry. What's the problem with Shaul here? That he already promised, according to what we know from the battlefield of Goliath, he already promised that the person who kills Goliath will get to marry his daughter. So, what's going on? I thought, I thought David had rights to Mirav. Why is now Shaul all of a sudden saying, you know what, let me give him my daughter Mirav? So, this could be a sign of Shaul's inconsistency. You know, the state of mind he was in Goliath, he wasn't in the state of mind now, so he's not going to keep that promise. Or then it was just fake news. Or then it was fake news or rumors amongst the people, which could be another interpretation. But it it makes sense to say that it's real news, right? And Shaul is just not consistent. and He doesn't Mm -hmm. keep his word because Mm -hmm. he's crazy Uh or he's losing his mind, okay? David Shaul, so David says to Shaul after he gets offered his daughter, who am I? and what is my life? Umi Israel, my family in Israel, that I will be the son-in-law of the king. I'm not I'm not respectable enough, my family is not <laughs> dignified enough to be married into the fam- into the family of the king. Okay? So he has this hesitation, David, this humility. We did that. <laughs> Is that from somewhere? It's from Tachanun on Yom Kippur. And it was when Merav was supposed to be given to David. So David is being, he's just being like Taroff, right? He's Taroffing, he's being respectful, he's being humble. He's not being too humble like Shaul. He's not being too humble. Yeah, I mean, Shaul's humility is to a fault. But, uh, But he's being humble. Now, Shaul takes advantage of this. And it was at the time when Merav was supposed to be given to David, which already from Goliath's time is his right. So this whole exercise is already is already like unnecessary, anyways, because it should be David's by right. Okay, but second exercise, he says, okay, I'll give you my daughter if you go become a soldier for me. One, he was supposed to give him to give her to him. <speaking in Hebrew> Shaul gave her to a man named Adriel Hamcholati So. Shaul, what does he do last minute? He pulls the offer and gives it to someone else. Why? Because he's, he's not consistent. Schizophrenic. And, and he has this indecision between keeping David close and keeping him far. The mad king. I want to keep him close so I can make him, uh, I, I want to keep him close so I could make okay, him go, become a soldier. No, I, want, I don't want him to become a soldier because he's going to succeed and the people are going to love him and he's going to become king. You hear that? You hear what's going on in Shaul's mind? Yeah. I want to give him my daughter so he marries into my family so I can keep my enemies close. On the flip side, wait, if I bring him too close and he comes too close to the kingship, then he's going to be next in line. So Shaul wants to give Mirav. And he said, No, I don't want to give Mirav. He promises Mirav. He backs off his promise. And now David is getting frustrated, or he should be frustrated, because it's impossible to deal with this guy. You know, it's like trying to buy property off someone who's crazy. So, yeah. So Fatehad uh, Michal David. So Michal, daughter of Shaul, loved David. So Michal, then the second daughter of Shaul, loved David. So they told Shaul, and he said, "Oh, you know what? This sounds good. This sounds like a good idea." And this time Shaul is saying, "You know what? Maybe I will let my daughter marry David." So here we go again. You think he's going to end up letting Michal marry David? So it's not so clean. It's not so clear, and it's going to take some work. Okay, but we'll continue Bezracha on Monday. But. Um, First daughter, he does not allow him to marry. Second daughter, he offers... Second daughter comes and approaches asking for David because she loves David. Do you know what this all is supposed to remind us of, by the way? I read it in this um, Amnon Bazak book. Very fascinating. Hmm. The interactions with Yaakov and Lavan. Shaul is acting very similarly to Lavan in that he's not being consistent. You know, he's playing games with which daughter you're going to marry. Hmm. And in this case, David is dealing with Shaul, and he's in the position of Yaakov. And then you have two daughters, the older one and the younger one. The older one is Merav, the younger one is Michal. The older one, Le'ad, the younger one, Rachel. It's a very similar story. So we're kind of, we kind of are being brought back to that Yaakov experience at Lavan, and we're seeing how David is going through a very similar thing now with Shaul. Baruch <laughs> Amen amen